There is not a bit of audio there. That's embarrassing. We can't hear anything, Eric. What are you doing? In fact, let me start the whole thing over again. It just dawned on me. It's like, oh my God, there's no sound. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. But he doesn't care. Here's a man who things that make a bully go puke. You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. And here's your host, Eric Zane. He didn't care. He didn't care. He didn't care. Uh, welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. This is the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week uh and already thursday just like that oh my god holy crap uh it just it just seems like the days are going faster and the the weeks just ticking off at no stop it come on uh, there was a time when i was like oh my god it's only tuesday i don't know i think that has to do with uh you know, how much you got going on. I've got so many uh, so many different things happening. Uh, not a complaint from me. You can be rest assured, no complaints from your old pal, Eric Zane. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for being part of, uh, of the show. And uh, as you know, you can uh, check it out on Twitch. Uh, fully 100% live. And you can, you can do that. And then, like, uh, minimize it and, uh, uh, you know, as it happens live. And then, you know, it doesn't eat up all your battery because the screen isn't burning away. So if you ever want the show live as it happens, you have to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and follow the page. And it will send you a little notification when it's time to start, usually at about this same time each and every day of the work week. So that's cool. Thank you. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV sponsor that. So thank you so much for them. Um, yeah, that is uh, that is cool. And then the audio that, you, that, that I record, all of this, I then make it the podcast. That was the initial lifeblood of this show so many moons ago. So thank you for checking that out too. If you could subscribe to both the audio and the Twitch stream. I know these are a lot of things for you to do just for one stupid old man uh, trying to find his way in the podcast world. But uh, what the hell? This is all I got, man. All I have. Welcome. There is a ton of things to get to. There's always something to get to. If I were to ever sit down here and say, there's nothing going on and I'm not going to talk about anything. Well, you... Okay, that's the end of the line. That's when this officially starts to suck. Griffin's game last night. Speaking of uh, speaking of suck, there I go. I'm going to get fired just like that. No, no. they uh, Coach Simon would say the same thing. Special teams are a disaster. People who don't know anything about hockey, like special teams. Wait a minute, what the fuck is that? Special teams? Are they kicking the field? Go no, no. PKPP. Pen uh, penalty kill sucks. Power play worse. 
Just barely over 12% success on the PP. Late in the game, they're down 4-3 to three because they gave up yet another power play goal. And uh, you definitely don't want to be thrown into the penalty box. There, there was a penalty that occurred in this game that I have never seen in hockey. And I was just doing math. I have attended. Uh, this is my 17th year doing this gig. I have, uh, I think I am right in the ballpark of 600 games um, viewed, participated in, doing the stupid PA. And I have never seen this happen. Referee extraordinaire Tim Mayer, who is um, at the last Olympics uh, in, I think it was South Korea. He was the, he was the, he refereed the Olympics. He was uh, on hand last, he's not doing this year's Olympics. He was on hand, and uh, he is the owner of Shoreliner Striping. He actually paid me to be on the show. He's a sponsor. Don't forget, if you need your parking lot striped, Shoreliner Striping is who you need to call. Shorelinerstriping.com. Anyway, Mayor had to deal with this one, and uh, him and uh, the other uh, other ref and the linesman were discussing, along with the captains from both teams, like, this is fucked. We've never had this happen. With under five minutes to play, Dom Shine, Dominic Shine from the Griffins, who is, uh, this is a guy that you don't want to get into a fight with. Uh, he was involved in a punch in the face contest with under five minutes to go. And the way this one unfolded, it doesn't matter who the fuck it was for t- the Toronto Marlies, but he comes skating up to Shiner behind the play and uh, they, uh, hold on a second, I just got a text. Minus 600 Pooh Bear points. Timeout. We need, I'll come back to that. She's on, and I know what happened. I know what happened. Yeah, hey, how are you? I uh, I just got a text from you, and it said minus 600 Pooh Bear points while you're driving to work. What could possibly have happened uh, while you're driving to work to cause me to lose Pooh Bear points? What happens every time you use my car and then I get in the car? I, what uh, I Well, I think I know, but um, why, why don't you tell everyone? I get in the car and I turn on the radio. Yeah. And it is at 77 for volume. So it scares the shit out of me every time and blasts me right out of the car. Because for some reason, you have to have the radio up so loud that people in stinking Kalamazoo can hear it. And it scares me every time. Well, okay. Just for clarification, it was not the radio. I was listening to um, the Chris Robinson uh, Brotherhood, a song called Rosalie. And the and also for clarification, the volume only goes up to 38 on that Dodge. Okay, well, then it was up to 38. Yeah. Because it literally flared my eardrums when I turned it up. Well, I'm really sorry about that. I didn't. When you get out of the car after you use it and you have the volume up so damn high, yeah. turn the radio down before getting out of the car. So no. That stuff You're right. You're right. 
That I have no excuse. That is a terrible thing I did. I was on the way to the hockey game. I was feeling good. It's a great song. And uh, I had it up loud. And I was uh, uh, I was in place of Chris Robinson on stage. That's, that's what was going on in my head. And you know what else would be a novel idea? What is that? What else you could do is get your car back from Jackie. So you don't have to use mine all the time because you don't like driving the truck. Which no. is understandable because the truck takes a lot of gas and whatnot, whatever. No, well, so, I, that's half true. I love driving the truck, but you're right. It's because of the gas. Well, yeah, but she needs a car to drive. Okay, well, she can drive the truck. Well, I mean, come on now. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, oh. that's that's for another day. Uh, I, I mean, you don't have to unload everything on me here. <laughs> Maybe I'm in a, I'm in a cranky mood. I wasn't. I don't feel cranky though. Uh huh. Um. Well, look. I don't want to be asshole of the day again. Yeah, you. Yeah, I, I broke the news to you. You were the asshole of the day winner <laughs> yesterday. Asshole of the day, like twice this week. That seems stupid and unfair. Wait, I'm sorry. I said I've been asshole of the day twice this week. That seems. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. But when I was in California, you told me I was asshole of the day. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. You told me I was asshole today because I'm in California and stuck you with my brother. And no, I don't. I don't remember that. Maybe that's true, but if that's that's uh, that that seems ridiculous. But yeah. um, but yesterday was the one that I mean, all I did was, I mean, you were nominated numerous times by many many audience members. I just kind of uh, went along with that one. It wasn't. I mean, it isn't like I did it. And Why do I get nominated for asshole of the day? Well, you had horrible behavior upon arriving back from your trip. Well, I know that one, but you said numerous times I was. No, nominated. no, no. What I meant was I said you had numerous nominations from many, oh. many, many, many people. Um, so that's, you know, and um, I also want to note, have you noticed in this conversation how I uh, handled the thing that I did in your car, I, I apologized, and then that, that was it. I didn't give you a hard time and act like a, a stubborn dick in any way. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah well, you should, you should uh, uh, pay attention to that whole thing. I do that, too. That is not true. You have red hair. It's impossible. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry about the volume. Uh, I'm going to put a note on the car. Say turn down volume for Pooh Bear. Yeah. Are you going to our event at Bosco's on Friday? You are. Okay. Stay away from Dean. Okay. I'm going to that and then you're going to drive me to my birthday party. All right. We don't need all the details on the plan. Oh. Okay. I'd like to know. All right. Little little less details. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I'll see you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Rosalie. Great song. It's a great, great song. In fact, let me uh, send you a YouTube version. Rosalie. Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Okay. I'd want to play it for you because I'll get a YouTube ticket. Share, copy, and... Send your way with a puppy dog bitmoji.
Lisa says, now he throws us under the bus. Well, wait a second here. That is 1 million percent true. She, uh, you know, there was many people. There were many of you that said she yesterday was the asshole of the day. Come on. Okay. So that was on the way to the damn hockey game. But back to this story. So it was under five minutes to go in this damn game. We're trailing by a goal. I knew we were going to lose this game. We've just been playing horribly. Shine and some dude start mixing it up. Uh, the guy shoves Shine and then it's on. Okay. Now they're both attempting to shed their gloves. At least Shine was. The dude, the other dude hadn't yet gone, gone for the glove drop because as soon as the stick drops, the glove drops, then it's on. Then you fight. Then they, they each get five. And at that point, they would each gotten uh, five for fighting. And then that's it. They would have skated um, with the same amount of skaters against each other because those were coincidental. But, but because the other dude did not drop his gloves, he couldn't get them off fast enough. The other guy was slow getting off his gloves, but he was going to drop them. Shine did drop them, and then he threw a right, and it hit the guy right on the button, and this dude went down. Oh, my God. Holy shit. What if they have that on the highlights? Oh, my God. Incredible. And that dude went down like a ton of bricks. Um, and then they assessed, the refs get together, and they decide that um, dude who went down is not going to get um, a fighting penalty because he didn't fight, you know? And then Shine did. So that's that. So the other guy got four minutes double minor roughing. And Shine got a five-minute major and a game misconduct. Uh, and so with that, uh, so the other guy got four minutes of penalties. Shine got five minutes of penalties. They only they had a one-minute power play, which I've never seen before. It was incredible. And uh, that was it. You know, the Griffins couldn't get anything going, and then they fucking suck, and so they end up losing the damn game. I'm pissed because I'm looking at the highlights right now. And they do not show uh, that freaking brawl. It's too bad. Well, it wasn't a brawl. Just a punch in the face. It was, oh, my God, did he punch him? And uh, and this guy just went down like a ton of bricks. And then Mayer is standing around. This is actually before the, before that happened. The third period's getting ready to start. And uh, pal of the show, Tim Mayer, is standing there just waiting for the, And, you know, refs don't like attention on them. And guess who's on the PA, of course, your old pal Eric, who then says, uh, Tim Mayer standing on, assessing <laughs> assessing the game. And he's just like, he gives me side. I like, shut the fuck up. Do not, do not do that. All right. Uh, your Los Angeles Angels, uh, or Los Angeles Angels, you idiot. Los Angeles Rams are being... Uh, represented right now i am not a los angeles rams fan 
Uh, but the uh, Queen of the Forest got me a L.A. Rams T-shirt. When she, I, my wife went to Los Angeles, and all I got was a stinking T-shirt. Some of you old-timers will remember that trend. Some of you young people, like Patriot Nick, who's like 21 years old, will uh, not be able to relate to that. In fact, I want to show you this. Uh, okay, give me a second. You know how I suck at this. Rosalie! I wonder if this is going to work. Oh, no, it's not going to work. Hold on. Is it going to work? Oh, no. If this does, I need video today. And if I haven't yet made this a thing, I'm going to have to restart the damn show. Shit. Okay. I'm going to hit the end button, but don't go anywhere. Okay. Don't do a damn thing because I'm just going to restart it and I'll be back. I'm not going to like do the big, long, drawn out, embarrassing intro. Stand by. You got to stay there. Seriously. Yeah. See how, see how fun that is. Okay. I forgot who sent this to me. Uh, where is it? Tyler K sent this to me. Matthew Stafford is going to that that this all right Matthew Stafford is going to the Super Bowl and it's pure Michigan for 12 years he suffered as a lion but fans always showed their love for number nine because they know Matthew gave Detroit his everything and the Lions organization gave him nothing except $200 million. While living in Michigan, the Staffords oh. had to rough it in a $6.5 million home. Look at that house. Holy shit. That looks like something Tony Stark would live in. Oh, my God. But fans are happy to see the quarterback can now relax in his $20 million L.A. pad. Look at this one. Look at this house. Shit. Look at all the glass. It looks like a bunch of um, giant structures where like rowing teams would work out. You know, that is an ugly fucking house. That's huge and opulent. But that what a what a I could never, ever like a, that house. The, the first one was great. This one sucks. But money isn't everything. And neither is California sunshine. And fans know the Staffords truly miss Michigan in beautiful <laughs> with snow so shitty it's brown. <laughs> now, some will argue Stafford never won a meaningful game in Detroit or that he wasted the career of Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson. That's what I think. But those are not real Lions fans because real Lions fans wear Rams jerseys. <laughs> even a half Rams, half Lions jersey. Because they know this is the closest Detroit will ever come to a Super Bowl. Aww. So when the big game goes down and it's quiet outside Ford Field, Matthew Stafford can smile, knowing his Michigan fan base will be cheering him on like a bunch of pathetic losers. <laughs> Matthew Stafford and pathetic losers. It's Spear, Michigan. Oh. <laughs> okay. So true. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Tyler. That is uh, that is fun. Well done. Uh, 
Okay, the show, uh, as I said on Twitch, please follow there. Please follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by Irvine's. Uh, Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. I don't know what is going on. It has to do with the uh, uh, the, the tweeting uh, at Bill Simonson about his stupid take about Goff and Stafford. But I, I've been uh, gaining a lot of people on Twitter lately. And that hasn't happened in six years. I have been steadily declining. I've lost thousands. They're like, ah, fuck him. He's a loser. But uh, if you would follow me on Twitter, at Eric Zane Show. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then on the almighty YouTube, that is uh, sponsored by Frank Fuss. My policy shop insurance, Frank the Tank Fuss. More on him later on. We've got the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast tonight. I'm excited about that. And uh, I want you to be there. Saul has already reached out and said, hey, I want to be part of the show. And I'm like, well, you, you know, you you kind of uh, uh, were, and, you know, I sent you an invite last week, and I don't know what's going on if it uh, if your voice, to, if your So you have an invite to the Eric Zane show. Okay. Yeah, I can't see it, obviously. Uh, but uh, he's supposed to be the joke judge. Saul, because of uh, the Sabbath, cannot uh, appear with us after sundown Friday. So hopefully he'll be there uh, tonight. And uh, I, I'm going to have to break down the question with him about um, because I uh, I got into the waters yesterday on the Patreon, and I've um, since then kind of solidified my my thoughts on it to make it so that I won't get into the weeds, but um, the example because everybody as soon as uh, the Whoopi Goldberg thing happened, it was like um, you know the hot water was on full blast. And then the next thing you know, she's in damage control and then suspended for two days. But the way I broke this down on Patreon yesterday, I was like, well, I don't understand why she's in so much trouble. And they said, well, she uh, said that uh, the Holocaust wasn't about race because it was white people killing white people. It was about man's inhumanity the inhumane horrible treatment of this terrible group of people called the nazi party and the uh, brainwashing of the germans destroying jews and and uh when when she first said it when they said oh my god whoopi goldberg is in hot water here and i'm like oh okay well she had to have uh, said the n-word or something like that or said something really terrible something like borat might say about the jewish people uh and but it was serious you know and then i heard i went well i'm confused what the fuck i i think i would have made this if this if this is the mistake that they're talking about i think i would have made that same mistake too i mean uh what what's going on here and so you know all these uh 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 you know, it, it went against her in the way that it did. And so I was talking about it on Patreon. I was like, well, so wait a minute. And the uh, anti-Jewish defamation uh, folks said, well, yeah, you know, Hitler declared a war on an entire race of people. 
And so it's like, well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the last time we turned to Hitler to define anything, but, uh, that's apparently where they're going. They go, oh, yeah, well, Hitler made it all about race. He was destroying the entire Jewish race of people. So it's racism. And I'm like, well, okay, well, just because Hitler said it, I'm not going to really hang my hat on one of his opinions as, as to defining race. But my point was um, something that no one would do for Houston, uh, Houston, Whitney Houston. Uh, oh, my God. Goldberg. Goldberg was explain it this way so and I, I i gotta bring this up with saul now saul's always super sensitive to this so i hope he doesn't spin out but my my thought was okay so if i'm a white guy that's jewish am i white or am i jewish what what am i like am i am i class so you know like sometimes like if i'm uh, filling out some type of form and sometimes they say, you don't have to answer this one, but uh, what are you? Uh, white? Hispanic? Black? Uh, you know, things like that. Does it say Jew? Uh, one of the Zaniacs made that point to me, and I went, I went yeah, you're right. It, 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 it doesn't do that. So I was, I was a little confused by this whole thing. And then, okay, so are you telling me that if I'm uh, lined up and there's and there's five white guys, and uh, and and uh, and you know Whoopi Goldberg is there now, now that she has been smacked on the nose and has a two week suspension. Um, and someone says, Whoopi, what is the race of these five guys? And she says, Well, those guys are white. And then one of the guys, Sam the Jew, is in there, and he says, Well, uh, yeah, but I'm Jewish too. Is does she say? Oh no no! It's four white guys and a Jew. I don't think that holds up. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that 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 works. You know, it's it's kind of like um, just it's it's not so much about the offensiveness. I think she was focusing on the identification. Okay, if Hitler decided he was going to kill all Catholics back when the uh, Holocaust occurred. if he, Let's say he's, let's say Hitler's standing there going, I love Jews, but I hate Catholics. It's time to wipe out some Catholics. And he wiped out six million Catholics. Does that make my race Catholic? No. I'm a white guy. So all I'm doing is breaking down the actual things that were said and trying to put a finer point as to to help, I'm trying to help her navigate, but it's all fucked up now because everybody blew up at her and then she tried to explain it and it was fucked, but she's not as skilled as explain in explaining it as I clearly am. And now she sits with a two-week suspension. Probably this is more like a guilty plea to just move on, or maybe a. Uh, this is more like an out of court settlement, if you will. Um, not everybody has the exquisite ability that I just put on display in explaining what the fuck was going on there. But uh, for the record, there should be no suspension, no suspension whatsoever, based on what she said. It's not like she doesn't like Jewish people. Are you kidding me? She loves Jews. You can't cancel culture has gotten so sensitive 
that no one can even explain what the hell they're trying to say before everybody attacks, you know? So that whole thing was fucked up, and I'm not buying that for a second that she did anything wrong. So, um, Kate says all the dumb shit she has said, uh, this is what they get her for. Um, yeah, I don't, um, yeah, I, I, I see what you mean there. This isn't really anything to, uh, to attack her about. I'm, I, uh, I guess I don't know off the top of my head of the dumb shit that she said in the past. Do you have like a, uh, 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 Whoopi Goldberg? I think I might've called her Whitney Goldberg too. Whitney Houston, Whitney Whoopi. Doesn't matter. Uh, I don't have a Whoopi Goldberg list of dumb things she said. Uh, do you? Uh, why can't we ask Saul about that? Why would he spin out? Well, here's why. He's super woke and super sensitive. And I don't want his little furry ass to get all wound up. So I'm, I don't even think I'm going to bring it up with him for fear of him going, oh, the so fuck it. Um, the um, suggestion, I, I tried to keep it. I said, I heard a Zaniac say, one of the Zaniacs informed me about if you have an application, that example that I made, and then I uh, kept it close to the vest about who it was, just in case the wrong person's watching this. And now Amanda has said, that was me. So I guess she's not too concerned. All right. Megan says, I think you let someone else have the conversation with Saul. Yeah, I, I'm not going to break that down with Saul. You know, I'll Brian Kelly do that. Uh, let's see. Shmoo money. Is that Sam the Jew? It is. Excellent. I should probably call you. I haven't spoken to any of my uh, Jewish friends. I don't think. I, do I have your damn cell phone? I don't think I do. That's a drag. All right, you'll have to go back and listen to it. Or email me your phone number. I don't want you to throw it out here. Email me your phone number because we have, it's Jew talk right now. We're talking Whoopi Goldberg and I need the opinion of a Jew. Now you are not a cradled Jew. You converted You can drop me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Maybe it's under Sam the Jew. First name Sam, last name the Jew. Perhaps. All right. 
I've already gotten off the rails. I, I, I've talked about nothing that I wanted to talk about already, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, thanks again to everyone who has signed up on Patreon. Stefan Hyde signed up for a yearly. He's always been there. I said, hey, man, thanks for signing up to my Patreon for a year. He's like, I've always been on your Patreon. Oh, sorry. I don't, I don't pay attention sometimes. Sometimes I forget. Uh, Chris D. just signed up for a yearly tier one. Thank you, Chris. Uh, and uh, it saves you money that way. I recommend this, though. Because, first of all, if you like the free podcast, this is how I describe it. If you like the free podcast and you enjoy listening to it, and then you're like, shit, I don't know what the fuck to listen to for the rest of the day. This may be for you. So just try it for one month. So you do that, either five or ten bucks a month. Five bucks a month is for the recorded audio and the archive of the recorded audio, all of that. The ten bucks a month gets you the video live stream, all of the video archive, plus all the stuff from tier one, and that is ten bucks a month. Pick one. Try it for a month. If it sucks, you'll know soon after starting. Then cancel it. You get the rest of that month. I don't bend you over and just say, sorry, I'm keeping your money. You don't get the month. If you, were like, if, uh, if you like it, though, you can let it ride each month or convert it to a yearly. I don't care. And you will, I'll, I'll knock 10% off of that yearly thing, and you got to pay it all up, all up front. Uh, year of Tier 1 is uh, with the discount is 54 bucks. Year of tier two, uh, tier two with the discount is one oh eight for the year. The open and live stream of this show brought to you by Full House Comedy. Full House Comedy has venues all around West Michigan. If you want to see comedy, there uh, was a local comedy joint, uh, pretty famous, known as Doctor Grins, and they went belly up. Out of business. So Full House has stepped up and now has venues throughout the area. So it doesn't matter where you are. Could be in Muskegon, Grand Rapids, uh, the Northland, uh, the suburbs, whatever it may be. There is a Full House comedy venue near you. Go to the website, fullhousecomedy.com. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. The place to get your vehicle repaired. Uh, I don't care how far away you are. It's worth it to get your vehicle repaired at Irvine's, especially if you live in the faraway place uh, off the beaten path and you drive into Grand Rapids every day. Um, So, you know, you take your car there. You can get a uh, free loaner car. How about that as a service? And then you don't miss a beat. You can even drop it off after hours, little key drop there. Tell them what's wrong with it. They'll examine it and let you know uh, what's going on. Send you an email. Here's the problem. Included in that is like pictures of, uh, of, of what they're seeing. It can all be done um, via email or online, whatever you want. Or do it in person. Doesn't matter. 616-532-6600. Servicing domestic, European, Asian vehicles, electric vehicles, hybrids. Uh, when all the dealerships... Uh, lose their minds because they cannot repair the EV or the hybrid. They call upon Irvine's 616-532-6600. And that's E-R Vines, E-R Vines.com. 
Sarah Honda Granville is where you buy the cars. And if they happen to uh, be serviced, which I doubt they will, at least not from the start, God willing, um, you, you could then take it to Irvine's. Sarah Honda's like, yeah, Zane, we want you to tell people to buy the cars from Sarah Honda. And I'm like, well, that's, yes, I will do that. But we're going to have to thread the needle here because, uh, you know, I'm telling them to take it to Irvine's to get repaired. Uh, buy a vehicle from Sarah Honda. The way it is right now is the certified pre-owned market is ridiculous. And uh, that's where they have a loaded down lot of certified pre-owned cars and used cars. We're still in this weirdo world where dealerships have a uh, very little inventory because of the chip shortage on the actual lots. You can still get a new car, but you have to wait. You have to like custom order it. That's how they're describing it. They do that at Sarah Honda Granville. But if you need a car right this minute, go to Sarah Honda Granville or shop online. Sarah Honda Granville.com. .com. All right. Let's see. Sam, did you respond to me? Mm-hmm. No. It's like, I don't want to be on your stupid podcast to talk Jew stuff. And that's okay. Maybe he will later. Uh, Eric, you left us on the show yesterday. You kind of got your work done fast. You got the free podcast done. And then you uh, had a quick turnaround time on the Patreon bonus podcast. And uh, there was a reason for that. It was because of my third attempt at the air brakes test for my commercial driver's license. Commercial driver's license is uh, the Eric Zane Show podcast backup plan. Dig your well before you're thirsty. Uh, Justin and the good people over at Affordable Limousine and Party Bus, they said, you know, you're a fine driver. Uh, but you're just, you, all you have is a chauffeur license. You can only drive these dumb sedans. They're not dumb. And they only have two sedans, limousines. Nowadays, it's all party buses and trolleys and charter buses and things like that. He says, you know, you, you really need the CDL. I go, well, I barely drive because I'm constantly podcasting. They go, yeah, I know, but it's still good to have. That's a, that's a great thing. That's a, that's something that they can't take away from you. And, uh, you know, once you have it, it's just uh, it's just a safety valve, Eric. And they're right; they're absolutely right. And they go, and we might, you know, in a pinch, hey, Eric, we really need you for this trip. And that's where I come in. I mean, hell, I haven't driven in months. Um, so I've been promising them and promising them for I, I'm not kidding you for two years of taking this test. So uh, last week I uh, I took it, and uh, was it last week or this week? No, it was Monday of this week. It was Monday of this week. And I took that first test and uh, it, I, I crushed it. And you can only get a certain number wrong. And I go, okay, I'm done. And then they go, no, no, no. Now, now you have another test. It's uh, for your passenger. First one is general, general knowledge. And then uh, uh, the next one is passenger endorsement test. So it's a 20 question test. And I go, okay. So then uh, you, you can only get a certain number wrong. And you're at this little testing station touch screen. Hey, 
You sure this is your answer? Yes. Yes. Correct. You get a little green flag. Correct. And then I pass second test. I go, all right, I'm done. And then it says, hold on, air brakes. Oh, boy. And man, I knew, I knew I was tested out that first day. I knew I was not going to pass that. Sure enough, first question, wrong. Wrong. You, can, you cannot get six wrong. Five is the maximum. You get six wrong of the 25, you're out. Take the test again next day. Can't take it the same day. Ugh. I go back day number two after I got 11 wrong of 25 on that first day of testing. Day number two, eight wrong. Oh, no. Fucked. So then uh, yesterday I go there. It's a 110 test time, middle of a snowstorm. I'm walking to the Secretary of State. And by the way, the Secretary of State, this is the epicenter of assholes not the people who work there, okay? But the people who go there, it doesn't take much to make them crazy. And there's a sign when you walk in. It's huge. It's an enormous sign. It says, please remember, be courteous, stay calm. And it's directed towards the people that are, you know, the people like me, stay calm. You know, just these really basic human responses that everyone should always do. They have to put that up in big, bold letters there because typically when people walk into the Secretary of State and uh, in a state like New Jersey, it's known as the DMV. You know, it, it's just you, people are dicks. And the people that work there hate you. And you have to earn their trust. Now, I am a charmer. Everyone loves me. I make a game of making everyone fall in love with me. No matter what I do. If I'm at Meyer dealing with the cashier, if I am, it takes a lot to make me turn into a dick. I'm smile on the face. I'm pleasant. I'm sweet answers. I'm yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No matter who they are, I am a bright spot in their day because for the miserable job that they have for me, I like to like, okay, when they get done with me, they're like, not only am I having a better day after talking to him, but I would lick his asshole. I would eat out this man's asshole and I, and I get this, I get hard eyes from every man and woman there. I can tell you that every single person that I dealt with at Secretary of State wanted to blow me. They love me. The first nice lady that I approached, um, so I'm just keeping it uh, low-key and just, I'm, I'm just cheery, and it, it helps that I'm little, you know? Um I, I, I have no, I'm not imposing in any way, shape, or form. And I'm just a teeny tiny little buddy. And so uh, I go up there and I go, hi. And I always seem, I always am like uh, outwardly um, just silly and happy. I go, hi, ma'am. How are you? And, uh, and, and this is all part of the game. And she's like, step up, sir. I go, okay, great. Yeah. And so she's all business. And I, I can just tell though that the, 
the outer candy shell is 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 just falling off of her, and and she before seconds pass, and then I I actually drop the big one. I go, you know, this is a tough test, ma'am, and I'm gonna need a pep talk from you. I'm gonna need a good luck charm or something because I feel like I'm struggling, and I say this to her, and uh, she's like, oh. You got this. You see right there. Now now she's now we have this humanity between us. I'm more than just some dick. Now she's like, oh, this is a this is a great experience. I have this loving, sweet little buddy here who just needs a little helping hand. And she's like, you know, most people, most people, it takes two times to get this test. And uh I go, Oh dear. I go, well. And I hold up three fingers, I go. This is my third, this is my third time. She goes, oh, oh, you've got this. You've got this. This is going to be peace. I know it. I can feel it with you that you're going to get this test done. You're going to be on station number three right over there. Okay, good luck. Go get him. And she actually put the, raised her fist like, go get him, go get him. I'm like, okay, I will. Thank you, ma'am. So, you know, of course. First question again, 25 questions on this test. You can, uh, the maximum wrong you can get is five. First question, red, incorrect. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, now I have to get, uh, um, so that means you have to go 20 and... Five. 20, 20 wins, 20 correct, five wrong. If you go 24 and six, you lose. I'm 0 and 1. Second question. Correct. 1 and 1. Third question. Wrong. 1 and 2. Fourth, uh, fourth question. Correct. 2 and 2. So this is a horrible start. Out of four questions, I've already given up two of my three wrongs that I'm allowed. I then rattle off a number correct. And I put some distance between that terrible start. And so at this point, I um, I had, let's see. I had 19 questions remaining and I could only get four wrong at this point in the test. And I remember that because I then got the next two wrong. So out of 19, I have to go 15 wins, four losses. And then I lose two in a row. Then I have to go 15 wins, Two losses. And I'm like, I'm fucked. There's no fucking way I'm going to get this right. Or I'm going to pass this. And I was like, shit, man. I go, this is so embarrassing. And then I'm hearing the, and at this point, I, I stopped concentrating. I can hear all the voices of people in the stupid Gwen Stefani songs playing and shit. And, uh, like, oh, fuck, this is terrible. It's fucking a 15 and two. I can't go. I can't do this. I can't. I'm going to fuck it up. And then 
I'm like, oh God. And I, the next question, I actually did not know in any way, shape. I was, I, I had to guess. The next question doesn't matter what it is, but I knew I had to guess. So A, B, C, D, and I go, and I just hit one. And I, you sure about your answer? Yes. And I got it right. So I'm like, yeah, all right. So now I need to go 14 and two. It still is daunting. And then I went on a tear. Correct. 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 And this continued and continued. And in my mind, after every correct answer, all I need to do is go 10 and 2. That still seems ridiculous. 9 and 2. 8 and 2. As I'm just, I'm on a roll. I'm on fucking fire. And I can feel my posture changing. I was all like in a little bent over like a question mark, like a tiny bitch. And then I'm like, come on, rise up. Come on, rise up. Seven and two, six and two, five and two. All I need to do in the next six is get four of these right. And I pass. Holy shit. Three. These next four, all I need is two and two. I get that one right. Oh my God, there's three questions remaining. I only need to get one right. And I got it. I fucking destroyed it. Yes. Ah, I did it. And right then, as soon as I got uh, got done, I'm like looking over my shoulder. I'm like, and uh, I'm looking at the, bl- at the blonde who gave me the fist pump. And I'm like, yes, yes. Give me a fist pump. Give me a fist pump. Holy shit. Oh. Oh. Son of a bitch. Um, then I pick up my shit and I go stand on this. It's once you have to stand on one spot. It's a heart. It's like the, uh, uh, you know, it's like a logo to donate your heart and lungs and shit after you, upon your, you know, to like remind you, you have to do that. And I'm standing on it. And then you're, you're waiting for the next person to say, all right, come on up. And she goes, did you just test? I go, yep. She goes and gets my ID because they hang onto it. And then uh, they uh, scan the back of the driver's license. And it, it already is in there. It, it knows. And um, my hair's all fucked up. And then uh, it says, she goes, okay, you've passed everything. I go, yes. So then I have this application and the application is for the actual permit. Now, this is just the written portion of the test. It had to be done by February 7th, as I've told you about. If you don't, you have to go to an accredited school and it's expensive. So this is important. I have till Tuesday to get this done. Then you have to do your pre-trip check with a state employee to make sure you know what the fuck you're talking about. It's like a practica, practical exam where you're walking around the vehicle and you're explaining what a person does in a pre-trip check for safety. Brakes, headlights, all this shit. And I got to do it like you're performing in front of the state worker who then will give you the yay and then you officially have your license. I, but you don't have to have that done by February 7th. But I had to have this fucking test done. And so on the uh, form, though, that you fill out this little application... 
it says, what type of license do you want? A, B, or C? And I checked the wrong one. I checked C, but I should have checked B. And I should know this because I've talked about affordable limousine. They want drivers, experienced drivers with a class B license with passenger endorsement. But idiot Eric checks C. And these people are so used to dealing with assholes that she like got way, way wound up about the fact she goes, what are you, what are you going to be doing with this, with this license? I go, uh, transporting people in state, out of state. Um, and she goes, well, wouldn't you want a class B license? Because a class B license allows you to do class B things, something about combined weight and shit. And it allows you to do class C things. So in the event you have enough passing tests to be able to get a B, which is better than a C. Do you want the B? I go, yes. She goes, then why did you see? This is how they handle. She's so used to dealing with people like you guys in the audience that she goes, well, then, you know, she's like lecturing me. Well, then why did you, why did you put down C? And I go, I don't know. And she realizes that I'm a, a harmless little twat. And she goes, Okay, yeah, you 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 want to be. This is what you want. Change this. Okay, I will. I change it. And then uh, she goes, "Where's your medical card?" I go, "I don't know." Goes, what do you mean you don't know? You should always have your medical card in you. And then she's like, you know, giving me the business, but she can't help herself. She goes back to loving me because again, I'm really sweet with these people. I'm like. I don't know. She goes, yes, you have to have your medical card. You should always have your medical card. Have you been driving without your medical card? And I go, I don't know. Maybe. I'm like a kid. She goes, yeah, have your medical card on you. That's important. Okay. She goes, in fact, you have to come back here with your medical card because I need to have it. I need to enter it in here. I go, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, next time I go over to the garage, when I, um, I'll get a copy of it, and I'm going to bring it back to you. She's like, okay. All right. So she knows that I'm compliant. Um, and she just loves me, you know? So uh, then she starts talking, and I could tell she wants, I'm telling you, I could have had sex with every single employee at the Secretary of State's office because I, the bar has been set so low by you assholes who go in there and treat these people with no respect. So I'm encouraging you to keep it up because this allows me to, you know, uh, continue this game of having uh, this enjoyable experience of knowing that I am making. Uh, their day that much brighter, you know? That's weird. JM Synthetics, Jason May says, next time he walks in, uh, he's quoting, oh, here's fuck face again. Uh, how about this joke from I underscore wake 616. Are you wearing a Rams shirt because you like to be rammed in the butt? Well, look, I don't know uh, 
if that's like a big negative thing. I've never had that happen. You make it sound like you know that that's horrible. So, and it just seems stupid. Are you like seven? Are you wearing the Ram shirt because you like to get rammed in the butt? Yes, yes. That is why I'm wearing the Los Angeles the Los Angeles Rams shirt because I want to get rammed in the butt. So, I passed that motherfucker. Oh, God, that was a terrible feeling starting out uh, of the first four getting two wrong. Oh, God. I was not happy with that. I was panicking, but uh, pulled it together. Pulled it together, I tell you. <sighs> Again, Ben and Eric, tonight. 7 p.m. If you don't know, you can be part of the live stream. You're in the audience. I can see your face. You can see mine. I talk to you. We have a great time. You're going to love this. But you got to be on Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. There's plenty more where that came from. Got so much more to get to in the show. Hold on, I'm taking care of some X's and O's. You see, this is what happens when you're a solo show. I've said that before and I'll say it again. Okay. All right. There's two ways I can help you if you're uh if you're in business. If you uh have an online platform or a service that can be done online, like let's say tag accounting, uh, you should be advertising on the podcast. If you have a local business in and around where my show originates, West Michigan, I can help you. Uh, 35% of the audience of this show is in West Michigan. Right now I'm averaging about 40,000 listens or downloads per week. Now it's not Joe Rogan, but it's enough. And I have an army of sponsors that have helped me uh, maintain all of this. Thank you very much in advance uh, or well, for all of the support you have all given me. And uh, I want to help you. If you have a business, all you have to do is send me an email, Eric at ericsaintshow.com. And I'll uh, send you information about how you can be involved on this show. It's uh, it's a hell of a lot more uh, um, cost efficient, inexpensive, some say cheap, than any other form of advertising like radio or TV, and the reach is just as far. Like, how about this? Frank Fuss. Now, um, right now, there are literally hundreds of licensed independent insurance agents slash brokers who would die to be talked about on this show, but there can be only one. Uh, Frank Fuss. Um, I was tipped off about Frank from Allen at Blue Frost IT, who I'll talk about next. And he said, you should reach out to this guy. So this is a couple years ago. I started that process. Actually, I was his customer um, with my policy shop insurance. Since I get my insurance from the marketplace, I need assistance in navigating that uh, whole process at um, healthcare.gov. So Frank was my guy. 
And then I was, uh, we started talking about the podcast and I go, yeah, this is, this is what we can do. This is what I can, um, how I can talk about you on the show. I think, I think we can do this. And so, um, you know, he kind of put me on a probationary period. He goes, you got six months to move the meter for me. And it's been great. You guys have uh, uh, tapped into Frank's resources and because of me talking about it. And that makes me very, very happy. Um, so when it comes to something like for those folks who have to buy insurance on the marketplace through Obamacare or healthcare.gov, um, there is a right way and a wrong way to do it. If you do it on your own, like I did at first, you're doing it wrong and you're going to you run great risk of, <laughs> oh boy, I, I, uh, I purchased a policy and then you can't go back after you do it. I had to wait one full year because um, my doctor was not part of that policy. They, they didn't even take the insurance. So I had to go and get another doc. It was terrible. Had I just reached out to Frank Fuss and had him help me and it's free, his help is free, I would have uh, say, uh, first of all, I would have had a better policy. The first one I had was like bronze. It sucked so bad. I think the out-of-pocket um, deductible was $16,000 a year. 16000 And Jackie had a knee surgery. So we had to cover like, oh, so much of that. It was terrible. Uh, this is all I'm telling you to do if it comes to buying insurance in the marketplace and a number of other things like uh, Medicare Advantage plans and um, life insurance. Reach out to Frank, 616-914-4070. Call or text and say, Eric Zane sent me. I need your help. That's all you got to do. And he'll respond with a link to set up an appointment. Might be a virtual appointment. Might be in person. Whatever you want. And again, Frank's services are free. You don't pay him. He gets paid from the insurance companies. Thank you, Frank, for being on board with this show. The aforementioned Alan from Blue Frost IT uh, reminds you that if you have a small or medium-sized business, either you own the business, work for the business, or you have influence on the business, consider this when the time is right. You may get to a spot where your tech needs updating. Don't just go and start buying new computers. Get a complimentary consultation. Have Alan sit down with you, and you tell him what you do in your business, what tech needs you have. He's going to very uh, easily explain to you uh, what you need on the tech side. Could be a whole new network. Could be as simple as uh, monitors, hard drives, computers, um, keyboards, printers, a mouse. He will help you with all of that and price all of the equipment out. You're like, well, great. Sounds good. I'm buying the equipment. Uh, and then he's going to set it all up for your business. This is all saving you time. And the anguish of wondering if you're buying the right thing. So don't fall into the spot where you're buying too little, buying too much, buying something wrong, and all the time you put into that. Have Alan at Blue Frost IT do it. After he gets it all set up, he's going to convert everything to the uh, be the managed IT service provider for your business too. Uh, do not um, um, uh, sidestep that. I had him do all this for me. I did this exact process. Again, it's just me. But I still needed somebody. I go, Al, Alan, I, I, this is what I use. This is what I need in terms of sound cards, video cards, stuff like that. He took care of all of it, built the damn computer, or bought everything, built the computer, and, um, and then set it up. And now he's my guy as the managed IT service provider. Uh, let's see. We have gun school this weekend, Saturday at uh, Prince Army. So that's just a couple of days away. You can still sign up for the class. 
Reach out to Steve Prince, 616-204-1705. If you are in West Michigan and you want to carry a pistol concealed, you got to take the class. Call or text Steve Prince, 616-204-1705. Thank you to Steve Prince. All right, where am I here? Aha. Oh, shit. Hey, young man, how are you? Good. Can you hear me? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I just totally picked my nose right on screen, too. So that was so oh, cool. I, I don't think they saw it. I saw. I think we picked it up as you were kind of like uh, pulling out of the pick. <laughs> That's good. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's time for another edition of Let's Kill with Kyle from Dumpster Divers. How are you feeling, buddy? Feeling good. Feeling, I'm feeling like I'm ready to kill, dude. Traffic was uh, just splendid on the way in. And it's not even snowing. To, you know what I mean? It's not snowing today. Like yesterday was the day that, you know, you would expect the crazy driving. Today was worse for some reason, dude. Today was worse? Even, even with all that. So even though all the snow is gone, you're saying today was worse? Yeah, I mean, you got... I don't know what it is. I don't know if, like, all the college kids... Because, you know, I come in... Because um, I live in Allendale, right by the Valley. So I come down Lake Michigan most of the time um, to work. And I don't know if it's, like, the college kids are all coming out after the snow. But, I mean, I'm getting cut off left and right. You know, I got people... No turn signals. It's people doing zipper merges. It's like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Still fighting the fight on the zipper merges. <laughs> Still fighting the fight, though. Did you watch football this past weekend? Um, no, uh, I didn't. Um, here's the thing. I don't watch football unless it's Lions games or the Super Bowl. Well, what about so, St- Stafford doesn't appeal to you in any way, shape, or form? Oh, no, for sure. he. Do- like, I'm hoping that the Rams win it now that they're in it. I mean, I definitely don't want the fucking Bengals to win it. I mean, the Bengals. But, um, yeah, so I definitely want them to win it. I'll watch it. But, yeah, like the playoff games and shit, I'm over here like, nah, I'm not going to watch. But I am happy for the guy. It's been spectacular. Let me tell you, man. And this this guy, Joe Burrow, he is is awesome. I just love that guy. Uh, So I've been kind of like following it very, very intently um, throughout all of this process. So um, I'm actually... It's going to be a good game, that's for sure. I mean, I, I like both the quarterbacks. I mean, I think it's just going to be different and good. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So you have a number of people, and in particular, Lisa K refers to your segments uh, when you arrive as Eye Candy Thursday. <laughs> she loves you. And Sarah is uh, also in love with you. She lives in Allendale. These are two people that, in particular, if you showed up at Bosco's Pub on Friday at 4 p.m., they would probably wait. The, the whole place would be flooded with uh, lady vagina juice. <laughs> That's a health code violation, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, hey, we did a paintball event this past weekend. I see JD Babe t- uh, 2001 says, I uh, missed you at paintball. And uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I fucking forgot, Eric. So here's the thing. I was planning on going, too. And first mistake was I forgot to tell you that I was going to go, which would have been good for my memory. 
Um, but yeah, I plan on going and, um, I don't know what the fuck happened, dude. I just, no, it's cool. It, it is cool, man. It is cool. But we had a good time. We had a lot of people there. We had uh, 39 people participating. It was sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I know, dude. Monday came around and I was like, oh, fuck, dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what you get when you're mentally you're mentally impaired like me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what have you been following in the news to be our bangers for this time around, Kyle? Well, let me let me tell you some good ass stuff that I got. I'm thinking about Eric Zane. First, right, right off the bat, guys, <laughs> this is like the third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh week I'm bringing up. But listen, guys, didn't get a haircut again. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me fucking tell you what happened, though, because the story within itself is somewhat of a banger, if you ask my ass. Um, so I was going to get a haircut on maybe Friday or Saturday. Um, so I was going to go to the old great clips. Um, that was it's like right by where I live. Um so I was gonna go there. So I was heading, ho- I was heading home, and I was gonna sign in online, um, you know, to skip the line or whatever. But as I was signing in, like some sort of, I mean, I, I got in, I signed in, and then when it's supposed to go to the page that tells you how long your wait is. Yeah. But when I when I did that, um, like it glitched or some shit, and then it um like went back to like the original page that yeah. was like search for your salon or whatever, and I'm like. Well, fuck, dude. I don't like. I'm just like. I'm fine. I get there. The wait is 99 minutes, um, and let me tell you why the wait was 99 minutes, dude. <laughs> uh, some motherfucker. I think his name was John, maybe, or fuck. I don't even know if he's a yeah. listener. If he is, I, I doubt it. I, I'm sure he isn't. <laughs> but this motherfucker, he signed in himself and eight people. Like under him, it just said John plus eight, and then it covered up eight spaces. <laughs> so here's what happened. So I, I get there, and I was like, 99 minutes. And like this lady was like, Did you sign in? I'm like, I sure fucking did, but I didn't, uh, I didn't know how long this was going to take. <laughs> um, and sh- um, so, anyway, she was like, Yeah, like just stick around for a couple minutes. Like, who knows if this, this John guy is going to show up? And so I sat around for a couple minutes and um, felt like some good. I was like, I might, this might be good, dude. And like, the lady was coming back up front. I'm like, dude, she's going to call me, dude. Um, and right then, fucking John and his eight cohorts walk in. And it was John, seven fucking kids, and his dad. Oh. And, um, I mean, I just laughed. I was like, fuck it. I can't do it. I can't do it for 99 minutes. You know what I mean? Wow. Amanda says, was he Mexican? <laughs> um, No. But the, he was a white dude, which got me wondering. I'm like, there's two things here, right? Maybe yeah. this guy's a Mormon, which is somewhat unlikely. Or maybe this guy's one of those kids that locks – or he locks these fuckers in the basement and, like, feeds them scraps and shit. And they and they don't come out. And then every once in a while, he's like, all right, we're going to get a fucking haircut. Like, <laughs> dude, I, you know what's crazy? Um, you should try cutting your hair by yourself. I should. Yeah, I, I, I've done that for the last 15 years. You do? Yeah. Hey, your hair don't look too bad. Yeah, I cut it myself. I just... Well, do you cut it or does your wife cut it? No, I cut it. I use the clippers. Me. And uh, I've got it down. I've done it so much that I could do it. I'm not kidding you. With my eyes closed. Well, let me ask you this. Because you might be like uh, my dad, where my dad cuts his own hair too, but... He said, like, he says it all cool, like he's doing some crazy shit. But all he does is just take the shaver on like two or three and just goes all around his head, like, and it's just one, 
It's just one no, line all around. There's a little different. No, I, I do the sides at one guard, and then the top is a different guard. And then I take all the guard all the way off, and I use a comb. And, and you know how they, like, comb, and then you, you trim along the Damn. comb uh, yeah. to, like, let, to blend it in. And then uh, the only thing I need help with is my neck, and my wife kind of fixes the hairline. because I, I have done the neck on my own with another mirror, and then you're just holding the clippers behind you. But fuck, I've done it forever. It's a piece of cake. In that way, once you get it down, you never have to wait in line and you don't have to pay for it. Well, let me tell you. Let me, yeah, exactly. Let me tell you this. Um, somebody said up, up here in the comments, uh, Chris K says, go to a real barber. Here's the thing. Uh, fuck that because I don't like spending money on useless shit. And to me, haircuts are not important. So... I go to Great Clips because it's like eight bucks. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm like, I go there. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I stand up or whatever. So it's pretty fucking cheap, which is why I do it. But if I can save even more money by doing it myself, I mean, it's something I'll consider. You should let me cut your hair. We could do a video of me giving you a haircut. And uh, and then and then I could say, yeah, yeah. Now, now you got to practice on your own. So, but I, yeah, you pay off the cost of the Clippers within like three, three haircuts. You're done. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, hey, I'm all about saving money, dude. I'm 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 staunch in that stuff. Yeah, I cut uh my brother in law's hair. I used to cut my my kids' hair, uh Jim, not not my daughter's, but uh yeah. Yeah, do it. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Do it. <laughs> um the, so um, I, I, I noticed that in the comments, uh they're 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 parking on your dimples, referring to them as your dimpies, uh, because that's something <laughs> you would do. And uh, I like that. Andrea cuts her own hair. That's I've never heard of a lady cutting her own hair, but uh, she's she can pull it off because her hair looks great. So what the fuck? I know. I feel like if a lady cuts her hair, it would look like that one short lady on Criminal Minds or whatever that show is. Wait, was it Criminal Minds or was it? Wait, you know that one lady that was in Kindergarten Cop, like the principal? No, no, I don't know. I have, <laughs> no. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't, I don't know her name. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what. You're better off just throwing the reference out and then hope someone gets it. And if they don't, that's okay. Yeah, and I, it was one of those fucking. It was one of those. Show, it might have been the one with LL Cool J. I can't remember. The, the, but anyway, a real short lady with a bowl cut, and that's Amanda, what I imagine. Amanda says it's Linda Hunt. That's Linda Hunt. Yeah, the, that sounds about right. That's yeah. the name of the character. All right. Um. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, haircut unforged, but that's all right. Um, one thing I did want to bring up guys, and I, I can't believe I've never done this yet, but everybody who's listening right now, um, can you, well live, but also, you know, to the millions of people listening to this later, can you fucking go to Facebook right now and then go to the old dumpster divers LLC page? Um, and you'll know it's us. Um, cause there is like one more dumpster divers in Arkansas, but they're like a defunct company. It's not real. Right. But, um, so we're the you know, we're the only ones, but go there and just like the page, guys. Because here's the thing, guys. Um, this this past year, I didn't really make so many videos on Facebook because I was fucking tired. Because I'm trying to learn how to be a dad and shit. Yeah. But this this year coming up here, I'm gonna be making some videos. So you guys are gonna wanna you guys are gonna wanna like the page so it'll pop up on your newsfeed and stuff. Okay, I am gonna um, I'm clicking on it right now, and then. In fact, you would go to, you would go to facebook.com slash dumpster divers GR, or if you yep. search dumpster divers LLC, like you said, 
Uh, if you're on the live stream right now, uh, I will throw it in there and uh, click on that thing and like the page. There it is. Yes. Because here's the thing, guys. As as much bangers as I unveil on this show, I've got like there's like shitloads of videos from 2020 and some from 2021. They're just hilarious. I mean, they're just absolute bangers. Wait a minute. So. Are, are you just uh, are you describing yourself as hilarious? Hey, I'm hilarious. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, no, 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 not the videos themselves. You know, it's just you know, I'm just doing a little. Do a little, uh, you know, expose. No, listen, you, hey, you're, you're doing, you're, you're doing the right thing because a closed mouth is a hungry mouth. You must talk about what it is you have. Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, so guys, there's going to be some bangers coming out, but I'm, I, I, if you want to, if you're, if you got like an extra, you know, maybe like you're laying in bed tonight, you know, you don't want to go to bed yet. Just watch a bunch of old videos I made. There's, you guys would be laughing, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that this, uh, well, this, this bunch that hangs with us on the live stream in particular, um, they are the heartiest of supporters that exist. They are absolutely awesome. So, uh, th this, this bunch and anybody listening later on to the audio podcast, uh, yeah, help him out. Uh, like his page, a guy's trying to build his business from the ground up. So yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh so banger number one, right? Um, this is this is just a quick. Wait a minute! I thought that we I thought we just had banger number one. We didn't have banger number one. Oh, the haircut thing. Yeah, I guess that that is somewhat of a banger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, John and his fucking cohorts. Yes, you're right. Um, but here's an okay. Here's another little banger, Eric Zane. Um, I can't believe this is from last week when we were talking about. I was re-listening, and I can't believe we fucking did not realize this at the time, right? But right after we were like having that huge conversation um, where Kate from New Jersey was um, like, we were all having that conversation afterwards. And you started talking about lining people up and smelling their gens. Um, you remember that? Vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> Vaguely, he says. Um, but anyways, here's the thing, Eric Zane. I can't believe we didn't realize this. You referred to a woman's, you know, area, like the vag area, like whatever you want to, like you referred to it as a crock pot, right? Because it was, it was a crock pot of all the juices. And I can't believe one of us did make the jump and call it a cock pot. I don't understand how we didn't do that. You know, it's ridiculous because frankly, when I'm in the heat of a rant or saying something that's uh, seriously stupid, like referring to a woman's vagina as a crock pot, I, I forget that shit after I say it. So for you to tell me, tell me that I said it, 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 it's one of my favorite things. And even better, referring to it as a cockpot going forward, I think needs to be incorporated into the lexicon of the show. I agree with you. <laughs> I like it because, number one, I was thinking, like, of course, you know me. I, I started thinking of, like, is this a business idea? I mean, you got the flashlight, and I think that a cockpot would just be another good another yeah. good. Yeah, have sure. You can. Yeah, you can oh actually. God. You can actually uh, uh, have it be just like a flashlight, but make it look like a crock pot, and just put cock pot on the side of that thing, and boom, we have another new uh, product. Yeah, dude, it warms up. I like it. Dude. Uh, uh, Jason, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jason Schaefer says uh, cooks my meat slowly. <laughs> 
Yeah, see, I like this, guys. This, this is a this is not a this is a a, a Zaniac Group original right here. This okay, isn't like a Kyle product. This is like we all came up with this together. I yeah. Like it, so cockpot, yes, and we can add that to the list of great inventions, like uh, a brake that is powered by the engine. <laughs> I uh, mean, I'm oh, guys. One of these days, if I ever get rich, I'm just gonna take all my money and, and invent it, and then you guys will be like, "That son of a bitch, dude!" <laughs> all right, yeah. There's so um, yeah, yeah. It'll be like my pillow guy. You know, he invented a pillow, and now he thinks he's the president of the United States. You'll be a cockpot inventor. Yep, the cockpot. <laughs> but here's the secondary thing about that, Eric Zane, is right after you said the cockpot thing. Um, you were slamming on Kate or something. And so here we are talking about vaginas and stuff like extensively. And then you said, looks like we've touched a nerve on Kate or something like that, which I thought was fucking hilarious on the second listen to it. Cause I'm like, we're talking about vaginas and we're touching nerves. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that is a, uh, that was 100% a pun not intended. I do that a lot. I was like, Oh God. Yes. Yes. You're right. Half the time. I don't even realize what I'm saying. Anyway, so I just, yeah, I just wanted to point out that you had some genius things going on last week, dude. Well, uh, none of it was planned, but I will take that, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. I will take that. <laughs> um, okay, so I did look up um, in some of the cra- – I looked up more crazy shit from the news, dude, because that was pretty fun last week, I thought. Um, so there's a story here about a dude, um, a Belgian dude. Uh, he had, he's a farmer and he had a stone in his field. And so he needed to move the stone to do some shit. And apparently that stone, uh, sim- like was the border between Belgium and France. So he fucking moved this stone and basically like redrew the border and like, like the fucking, like, what are they called? Um, the border patrol or like whatever. Um, they were like pissed about it. Like, well, for a minute. And then they like laughed about it or whatever. So, um, but yeah, so, this dude. Yeah. So you mean on his property, the border is? Is that is that what you're telling yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he moved it because he thought it, it's like his property or whatever. So he potentially might have had property in Belgium or France or whatever. But yeah, he just moved the whole thing. Oh yeah, here it goes. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs got involved, and I'm like, can you imagine that? Did you just like some Belgian dude? Like, yeah. Maybe had a couple beers in the morning. And just fucking move a stone, and then like the Ministry of Foreign Affairs shows up. It's it, cool. It, it's really strange that in a day and an age when you know satellite imagery is absolutely perfect and precise, and we can uh, even with just a few keystrokes determine borders quite easily. They've got a fucking rock at the one point, <laughs> and there not only is it just a rock, it's not a rock with a sign. You would think it would say <laughs> Belgian France border uh, at this rock. How stupid is that? There's uh they got a picture of the rock and all it, there's a letter N on it. And then on the other side I think it says Toto, like uh the band. Uh, <laughs> Toto the band. Okay. Um so that's one that's one little news story. This one I think is of particular interest to this group here. Yeah. This is what the headline says. A Michigan judge ordered parents who trashed their son's porn collection to pay him 30000 bucks. Correct. That was uh, in Holland, Michigan. Oh, that was in Michigan? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you just read on the... Hi- re- read the headline again. Um, it says, 
Oh, fuck it. That's the Michigan judge, doesn't it? <laughs> Got my brain, uh, I Asperger right over that. I missed that part. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's, um, did you talk about this before? Yeah, this, yeah, this one's old as shit, man. Okay, so yeah, I won't dive into it then. But I just want to say that's pretty fucking awesome that a judge was like, Yeah, dude, you got to pay your son for trashing his. Yeah, I think he did live at home or something. So oh, yeah, the way, the way that went was he had a divorce. And he moved back into the house and then dad said, look, if you're going to move in, keep your porno out. So he's got like a cock pot uh, and, and a bunch of porno. And then uh, he, he, the dad found it. He goes, Hey, I told you, you're not supposed to move the porno in. And so he threw it away and it was, had had a, a large cash value. And though it is porno, it's still property. So this guy sued his mom and dad well, yeah, that's great, but at the same time, uh, you got no more mom and dad, so there's that. I, the, the, the the whole thing is sick. If I were the parents, I would have put a hit out on their son, frankly. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little intense, but point. I also think while it's intense, I'm like, that's pretty. That's just fucking awesome, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was a great story. We had a field day with it. Um. So check. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Load up page. Um. Check this one out. This this headline is going to blow your mind. And uh, the story itself is funny, too. But Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-scented candles begin inexplicably exploding. Um, so that's a headline right there. But basically, this lady, right, she buys... She went out and bought Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, vagina-scented candle. I remember that, yeah. The candle is titled, This Smells Like My Vagina, which... Is it Gwyneth Paltrow saying that? I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't care either. Yeah. But, so this lady buys the candle, brings it home, it explodes, and then burns down her apartment, dude. Holy or at shit! Least, at least her living room. I'm like, are you serious, dude? Are you they sure this is? Threw it out the door, but it burned up their living room a little bit. Are you sure this isn't one of those Babylon B stories or The Onion? No, dude. This is real. This is from. Let's. Well, I guess it doesn't tell me the source. Uh-oh. Um, but no, it's real, dude. It's like this lady, um, she's like doing, she like did like an interview on it and everything. Um, All right. Look, yeah. I'm taking a look at a, a UK. Yeah. People.com. Uh, this, this woman in the UK, that's exactly what she, this is not a fake story. I got you. I, I got your back, man. This is yeah, so stupid. Uh, this whole thing is dumb. The fact that, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, and it obviously doesn't really smell like her vagina because, you know, uh, I mean, the vagina is loaded with uh, uh, various things that make it smell like a vagina. It only smells attractive when you want to have sex, when you're all charged up. Because when a guy is all charged up, he'll dive into that thing if he's worth anything with vigor and, you know, drive. He's really, I don't care how it smells. I'm going to put my face right in it. So... You know, I mean, yeah, come on. Like so I'm kind of glad that this happened uh, because, <laughs> you know, it, it's too bad that the, that the woman's uh, house burnt down. I hope she sues her for uh, millions of dollars, frankly. Well, no, so they, they didn't burn the house down, but it did. It did cause damage. Uh, Amanda, who we've mentioned before, um, uh, she, she sells uh, marital aids and women's health products. She says if... Uh, He's afraid of the taste, or anyone's afraid of the taste. She has flavored lubes. 
<laughs> Have you ever used a flavored lube? Reese's peanut butter, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you got uh, anything else that you want to share with us? Yeah, I, uh, oh, yeah, I guess it is 930, huh? Um, there were, I'm going to save some of those other. Um, yeah, just uh, for like next time. For later. Um, but so check this out. Um, I'm going to, well, yeah, I'll save them for later, but I'm going to do something different here. I'm going to set up for us the next two shows, right? Um, because I, I, I started thinking about this as I was like listening to like some of the other shows and yeah. I was like, you know what? Obviously we come on, I come on here, you know, crack some jokes, have a good fucking, yeah. good fucking time. Uh -huh. I got, I got an idea for the next two shows are going to be very intense and I'll tell you where it came from. The next two shows, you and I are going to argue about COVID-19. Um, but we're going to, the first show, the first the next week we'll argue. I'll just tell you like my thoughts and stuff like that. And you'll yell at me and stuff like that. And it'll be, that it will be funny in itself. Um, but then the, then I'm going to give you a homework assignment okay. on a TV, a TV show that you have to watch. Okay. Um, and you'll binge watch it. Trust me. It's fucking good, but I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. Um, and then you got to watch that show. And then when we come back in two weeks, then you have to tell me what your thoughts on that are and everything coming together. But check this out. Here's why we're going to argue about COVID next week. Because I just read, because um, I follow somewhat, I follow the stock market and like all that stuff. And our buddies at motherfucking Pfizer um, have just submitted like some shit to the FDA that they want to start giving COVID-19 vaccines to kids who are, or babies who are six months old. And they're trying to like get clearance for that and stuff. So I'm thinking that, this is a pretty big, a pretty big moment in history. You know what I mean? Because there's probably going to be people who are pro vaccine and pro, you know, the COVID thing that are suddenly going to change their mind if they have a baby who's six months old. You know what I mean? Like they're going to. I think it's gonna really. You think you think so? Well, uh, how come? How come? I mean, do you do you, you ob are you an anti vaxxer Do you like not give your kids measles, mumps, rubella? Uh, mm. I'm not an anti-vaxxer or anything. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, yeah, you are. No, no, no. Jameson's he ain't getting no measles. He's good. I'll tell you that. Um, but no, what I'm saying is, um, you know, just the controversy surrounding this particular vaccine and all that stuff. I think there's some people who probably got it and or whatever, and then it's gonna come out that they're gonna be like, oh, you got. We're gonna give it to your six-month-old baby. And they're suddenly going to be like, wait, wait a fucking second, dude. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. People will do that. Well, hell, they, they, there's people who do that even with just measles, mumps, rubella. They're, they're all going to, there's always going to be outliers who are, who are not, who are not down with it. And that's yeah, okay. That's, that's okay. If they want to, if they want to put their child in jeopardy, I'm of the opinion that they should be jailed for child abuse, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. Jameson's got the vaccines. He's cool. He's 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 not get, he's not bringing back rubella. All right, if you want to go ahead and bring up all this shit, I'll be happy to dispatch you on anything. So yeah, yeah all right, fun. I'm gonna it'll beat be the fun, shit man. out of you. All right, good. <laughs> uh, let's see. You liked Lisa? Um, oh no, no, no. Uh, here, Lisa. Um, when we were talking about touching a nerve, she wrote. To you, you can touch my nerve. She wrote that to you. She is aggressively 
turned on by you and she's married to a sweet man. So uh, I'm guessing that she's going to get charged up and mount her husband because of you. <laughs> you have improved the sex life. So well done. Um, when, oh, yeah. when talking about um, something bad happening, you said that's unfortunate. That was, uh, that was good. And then when referring to uh, putting uh, the odor of a woman's vagina, you said smelling their gens, which also. Oh, yeah, I do. All right. You are the man. I appreciate you. Yeah, a, we had got some good entertainment this week, I feel like. Next week's going to be, the whole episode is just going to be one long banger, dude. Oh, God. All right. Very good. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, see you guys later. Okay, till next time. Thank you very much. That is uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers uh, joining us on the show. Sweet. Okay, buddy. There you are. Kicking you out. Smell you later. Oh, I can't say that. Sorry. How old is he again? I don't know. I think he told me. Uh, 33? 32? Maybe? Young guy. Kyle writes L M A O O O O O O O. Boomer Bob says, I just re- renamed my wife's dildo Mile of Kyle. All right. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Always a hit. Always a hit. Now, I, I, I need to back up with you because he's beloved on the show. We always have a great time. And I always like to say, I told you so. But if you were to go back many moons when Kyle first started on this show, there were a number of you who I don't recall who. I just remember I was annoyed because uh, though I know exactly what I'm doing, you don't think I do. And then you then tell me, oh, he's ruining the show. I don't like this. I don't, this is, and now you love it. So my point is in the future, when I decide to introduce new uh, people or concepts or ideas, as I try to facilitate and cultivate something new that I'm doing, all you need to do is shut the fuck up and be patient. Let it, let it, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Okay? I know what I'm doing. My God. Bosco's Pub tomorrow at 4 p.m., Kyle. You in blue. She's going to be like, who are these people? Uh, Bosco's Pub is in Hudsonville, Michigan. Love to see you there. I, I was just talking to Doug, who runs the place. I go, Doug, we're, we're bringing the heat. I keep hearing a growing number. We're, we're 30-ish. Uh, Cole from Colorado Springs writes, uh, just like Cardiff, everyone hated him and now they love him. 
Maybe Cardiff and Kyle on the same segment. Yes. I love Cardiff. Um, I guess Cardiff was on the uh, Zaniac Zoom. And uh, they, had, they had to bounce him because it's just too much. I should bring Cardiff back. Tomorrow is Friday. And we could call it. And it's his Thursdays with Cardiff segment for tomorrow's show. Who's with me? <laughs> Andrea says, we do not love Cardiff. Chris K says, nobody loves Cardiff. There's only, uh, you know what, I might be an exception to my rule. Uh, it might be more trouble than he's worth. People just, they just can't handle it. They, they just don't get it. Cole gets it. Nick gets it. Pellerito gets it. Patriot Nick gets it. I get it, obviously. Um, the comedic minds on you simpletons don't get it. So, I do respect that, though, and there's enough of you who've rallied and just won't give them a chance. Aram gets it. You just will not buy in to what he's doing. It's a cross between Emo Phillips and um, God, what's that character that Andy Kaufman did? Hinchcliffe, something Hinchcliffe. Andy Kaufman. No, not Tony Hinchcliffe. I got to know now. Andy Kaufman's characters. Wait a minute. It is Tony Clifton, which is the same name of the fucking current comedian. That character was awesome. That's who Cardiff reminds me of. But you dumbasses wouldn't know funny if it hit you in the face. Totally lashing out. Lisa says, Cardiff is a registered sex offender. All right. Fine, 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 you dicks. All right. Um, I want to show you a couple of videos. <laughs> Jesus, terrible behavior. This one almost killed a guy. Comes to us from the great state of New Jersey. Uh, okay. You got, um, watch this. Okay. This guy here in the Accord is he wants to get by this truck. The truck senses the aggressive driver and won't let him pass. The dude in the Accord is going to make an aggressive move to get by him. So you got two lanes going the same direction. 
uh, an approaching exit ramp allows guy in the accord. And I'll link this up. If you're listening to the audio podcast and an approaching exit ramp is going to, um, allow the guy to go far right, essentially into a third lane, which ends guy in the, uh, F one fifty Raptor pickup truck speeds up. Okay. Now there's no sound of this, but, Okay, so you're seeing this cruise along, and and, the, and this is coming from the dash cam of just like a, a guy following. Look how aggressive a cord guy is, laying on the brakes, laying. Okay, he, he he goes he goes right, and then here's the exit right here. You can see it coming. This guy he tries to pull like a fucking Jeff Gordon maneuver. Watch this. He's gonna go right and then double right. I think he's more like on the uh, entrance ramp, the speed up lane. And he tries to get by truck. Now watch. Squeezes in and then whammo. Oh, no. Holy shit. This guy stops to help. But that was it. No one else. The guy in the truck kept going. And uh, a feud between two New Jersey drivers ended in a wreck. Yeah, uh, we got a comment that truck totally caused that. Boomer Bob says, "Embrace dark, embrace dark mode on your browser. Easy, it looks better on a stream." I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll try. The driver of the Honda Accord uh, was uh, actually not hurt. I was surprised at that because that looked terrible. Ooh. They said that the car that actually bumped into those two vehicles and then spun slightly and then uh, swung off into the road. What a, I mean, uh, what a fucking ridiculous thing. I, um, you know, from the standpoint of just safety on the road, the fact that this guy is like, fuck you, get out of my way. I'm going to do whatever I want. And then the trucker was like, ah, fuck no. Now when I'm driving, uh, I'll say this. I pay attention to who's behind me sometimes and get into the mode of like, I think I'm going to fuck with this guy. And if, if you see that aggressive driver coming, who's tailgating you, changing lanes, you just, you have to like uh, kind of gradually speed up. Don't like let it be known and don't look at the guy for God's sake. Just keep your eyes forward and just, you got to be like thinking two steps ahead of him to be able to like seal him off. And then he's going crazy. This is probably a bad idea. I probably shouldn't talk about this uh, on the same show when I'm talking about obtaining my uh, uh, CDL. Both drivers are in the running for asshole of the day. Without a doubt. Okay. Then there's this one. Um, This is from TMZ. Wait till you see this coach loses mind. We have a uh, under 10-year-old basketball league. Now, this is one of those basketball leagues where it's like the kids are really good, but they're still 10-year-olds or under 10. This is in California where this all happens. Um, Here, the coach is upset with the official's call. And rather than just discussing it, this is how it unfolds. 
All right, we got a full-on chokehold. Big coach, teeny-weeny ref, and he puts the full-on choke on him. Now watch what happens to the coach. The other ref comes flying in at the end of this with a Superman punch and punches dickhead coach who's attacking the ref. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Here's, see this ref right here? This ref is getting a running start, is going to punch the shit out of this, this coach. Watch it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Guy goes, oh, what the fuck? No, that was the best part. So, holy shit. That's a 10 and under? Oh, this is insane. Uh, there, there's a little bit more to it. Um, TMZ reports the alter, altercation took place this past weekend at the uh, Sports Academy uh, located in uh, Thousand Oaks when the coach of the Cavs youth basketball team lost his cool after he was hit with two techs. A heated confrontation ensued. Chokehold started to choke out the ref. Uh, the clip ends with the ref and coach locked on one another. Daryl McDonald, the founder of the organization, told TMZ the altercation was broken up a few minutes later after conducting an investigation of the incident. McDonald fired the coach on Sunday. God. Fucking youth basketball. Jesus. That is unbelievable. Uh, Chris says, there was no audio in that. Sorry about that. I fucked that up. All it was was guys going, whoa, hey. Sorry. It happens. Okay. Uh, don't forget about uh, the Just Chirpin podcast. You can find it on justchirpin.com. J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N. Just Chirpin. Find it online. Four bros talking hockey and uh, a whole lot more. There's also the Threads podcast. Threads podcast. Life unfiltered. New episodes each week. Uh, talking about uh, life unfiltered, about things going on in the world, their opinions on mental health uh, and uh, and relationships and marriage and raising kids and all the things that I probably should be talking about, but I'm too busy making stupid jokes, okay? It's like this show without the asshole, okay? That's what that show is. Two podcasts I want you to check out. Just Chirpin, J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N, JustChirpin.com, and ThreadsPodcast.com. Just Chirpin you can find on almost all of the podcasting platforms. Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered, you can find on, uh, well, pretty much wherever you download podcasts. And for you guys at Just Chirpin, I've told you, you got to get on all of them. Because it's so much easier to just say, uh, get the show wherever you download podcasts. That's what everybody says. But if you say, yeah, we're on uh, Spotify and Podbean and uh, Stitcher. It's just easier to do it this way. Trust me. All right. Mm-mm-mm. All right. I played you the Matthew Stafford clip. Uh, New Jersey Road Rage. Coach Rage. Uh, let's kill with Kyle. Neil Young. 
This is huge. And no one is talking about this. You probably have not heard this story. But it caught my attention because Snopes looked into it and um, said, yes, this did actually happen. And wow. Now, it happened a long time ago. And uh, this does fall into the cancel culture realm. Based on something that was said long ago. Now, but if Neil Young had not been in the news, being a righteous prick, self-righteous prick, this would not be happening. What is starting to happen, but I, I, I'm getting the impression that this is not, this is going to be a blip on the radar and, I, and I, it's perfect to not be a blip on the radar. It shouldn't be a blip on the radar. It should be a big fucking, uh, a, a gigantic blip on the radar. The radar should break. This is so huge because if you are a guy who says, I, uh, I don't want my material on Spotify because Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation and you make this big deal about it. Uh, yeah, I, 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 then, you know, that's, that's how this goes. Rogan comes out and defends himself and says, look, you know, this is, this is how I feel about this. And, and this is who I had on, by the way, there is a performer named, um, black lady, Indiri Ari. How, how do you say her name? God, I, I, if she wasn't so Indiri, uh, Ari, uh, I don't India Ari. Is that her name? Yes. India Ari. Sorry, I just I'm not familiar. Has withdrawn her music from Spotify. But it's not because of the COVID thing. It's uh because of the racism on that show. My God. And I had forgotten about this, but uh Rogan has said some really, really fucked up shit about black people. And uh, it's it's so bad that I don't even want to play it. It's And this is a fucking podcast. It's rough. Um, there was one clip that he was talking about going to see a film in a black neighborhood with black people in the theater. And he said it reminded him. It, he said he felt like he was walking through uh, a scene from the film Planet of the Apes. Like, this was said on his podcast. And I'm like, holy fuck. Out of all the things that, you know, Spotify this, should they support him, should they not, if we're going to be on the same page here, that's like the big one. Not to mention the ridiculous usage of the N-word. With the hard R, like he ended it in ER. I'm like, oh, wow. And so that is why she is pulling her her, uh, her catalog. 
And in various articles, you see it will, it has all of the examples. Like people have, have highlighted them. One guy even made a supercut of Rogan using the N word with the hard R. God. Shit. But nobody's talking about that. Probably because India Ari's black. All right. Back to this Neil Young thing. Back in 1985, Neil Young was being interviewed by uh, some magazine. And uh, he was talking about AIDS. He blamed gay people for AIDS. But he didn't just blame gay people for AIDS. It was the quote. Rolling Stone wrote, Neil Young blamed homosexuals for AIDS in an interview with Melody Maker in 1985. And this is a day and an age when, you know, you... you who the fuck's reading Melody Maker? There's there's no such thing as social media. The only way you can get your information is on the newscast or the newspaper. And even then, it's just not going to have the impact that it has. But being that he put his, you know, the self-righteous thing out about Joe Rogan, and then now this surfaces, and it, I, I thought that this would take hold, but it hasn't. Um Backed by Reagan's gun control policies and said of AIDS. This is what he said, quote, you go to a supermarket and you see a bagot, uh, F rhymes with bagot. You see, and he actually said it. You see a bagot behind the fucking cash register. You don't want him to handle your potatoes. Oh, no. Uh, Rolling Stone apologizes for him. It says, needless to say, Young almost certainly regrets that horrific statement and quickly moved away from right-wing politics. Okay. And then he wrote the furious anti-George H.W. Bush song, Rockin' in the Free World, which made its appearance on the world in about 1989. So I don't know, man. If you're a guy who's going to go out and bitch about someone spreading misinformation. Talk about those in glass houses should not throw stones. You've said something a million times worse than anything Joe Rogan has said. And I don't know if this is a case where you can say, well, you can't uh, fault him. That was years ago. Well, I'm sorry. It's written down. You said it. And you're the one who's leading the charge about dispelling misinformation, and you're suggesting that homosexuals caused AIDS. So what I, I guess the point on this is, uh, of, of all these stories that have, uh, you've heard about, this should be absolutely being talked about. And I, I hope it does. I hope Neil Young, does, he, he needs to respond to this. He needs to say something, because we all want to see this little fucker squirm. Okay. So that's kind of fucked. Oh shit. But no one's no one's discussing this. 
Corey says, potatoes was slang for balls, you asshole. Uh, Dennis says, I find it very hard to believe that he would make that statement. He did make that statement. That has been proven. It's written down in the, I actually have the clip from the magazine, the actual clipping. And uh, it has been vetted thoroughly by Snopes and says this is a correct attribution. And it has the sources. Um, so there you go. I'll link it up. Tell, tell you what, let me, let me just give it to you right now. Neil Young did say that. So if you say something like that, you probably shouldn't poke your head out talking about, uh, so-and-so is spreading misinformation because this is how it comes back on you, you know? All right. There you go. Neil Young. Uh, one more thing I want to I want to touch on, um, and that is, I, I've been meaning to get to this, but uh, keeps falling through the cracks. It's this patriot cop in the state of Washington. Did you see this? This idiot, um, dumb enough to uh, be one of these guys who the governor of uh, Washington State said, "Hey, uh, sorry, but uh, mandate." all state troopers need to be vaccinated. And uh, he said, well, hell no, man. Um, I side with my Patriot brothers like Patriot Nick, and I'm going to keep rocking in the free world. And I am not getting vaccinated. I am siding with transplant guy uh, who's getting a new heart and transplant guy who's supposed to get a new set of a new kidney. And uh, no way I'm going to live my life free here with, uh, and that guy's going to have no heart and that guy's going to have no kidney and I'm going to have no job. And that's it. And I am retiring. And this is what uh, this guy, this uh, uh, state trooper said, because I guess what you have to do when you're a state trooper or any cop is on your last uh, day on the job, you have to be like really dramatic and, um, you know, key on the mic and say trooper so-and-so uh, is siding off for the last time. And then they, they make a dig, uh, dig, they make a big deal about it. Well, this Patriot here, he is being dramatic on his last day. He has to, he has to resign. This is my final sign off. Um, after 22 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, um, being asked to leave because I am dirty. Um, Numerous fatalities, um, injuries. Because I'm dirty. I've worked sick. I've played sick. Um, we've buried lots of friends over these years. I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank the um, <coughs> citizens of Yakima County, as well as my fellow officers within the Valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful, and you've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, thank you for that. Um Wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So, State 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Inslee can kiss my ass. Oh, he's talking about the governor there. Jay Inslee can kiss my ass. And then watch this guy. Watch, watch him. Oh, what the fuck? Just put in your two-week notice. What the fuck is... Enough of this nonsense. Look at... 
thank you for your 22 years of silence and service to the citizens of Washington State. This is like a prepared statement that the person at dispatch has to say to this drama queen. You've taken on many roles in your time with the patrol. And your this is the guy that Fox News made the oh, This patriot, look at him. He is so noble and wise uh, for uh, taking a stand, being a patriot, and he is ending his career. And he's going off into retirement. He's like my age, like 51 years old, this guy. First here, you delivered a baby while on patrol in Bremerton. You've been a DRE, DRE instructor, certified... To you have a bad cop haircut. ...specialist and reconstructionist, peer support member, part of the chaplaincy board, and a CBD trooper. You've been a great role model and mentor for all young troopers serving in the area by sharing your knowledge and experience throughout the year. But you're a horrible model about uh, uh, taking the vaccine. Thank you for your service. 1906. Okay, whatever. Look at him. There you go. That's it. 10-4. That's the, that's the end of that. That was in October. Well, now he's dead. Uh, that was a four-month retirement for this idiot. And uh, no more. He, uh, he croaked. He's uh, another one of the dead, of the growing dead Patriot bunch. Holy shit, that makes me sad. What a douchebag. Leaves a wife, leaves a family. Mmm. What an absolute disgrace. Robert LeMay died Friday. Actually younger than me, he's 50. Looks like he's 70. State patrolled uh, 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 man for several years, more than 20 years on the job, working for the state of, uh, of Washington. And, uh, you know, the usual thing, talked about his sign-off. And, uh, yeah, this guy was one of those uh, Fox News, uh, you know, Patriot celebrities. He applied for a religious exemption, which was accepted, but he claimed that the department, excuse me, told him, he would be unable to stay in his current role if he remained unvaccinated. And he said, fuck that, man. I'm going to die. I can only wonder if the if at the funeral, when the casket is open, does the wife, is she sobbing, like pounding on his chest, like screaming at him, flips the fucking thing over. You asshole, you've left me. I cannot believe you. LeMay's uh, nonsense has made him a pseudo-celebrity. Or, well, it made him a pseudo-celebrity, especially in right-wing circles. Uh, his Facebook account, which looked to be temporarily de deactivated after news of his death, came out Friday, shows that he did several interviews and made appearances at rallies and the usual uh, uh, who's who of stupid people at campaign events for GOP congressional candidates. Oh, my God. Lots of speaking engagements for December. I'll be around the state and being asked to travel out of state as well. Colorado, Oregon. You might see me soon, he wrote in a post on November 18. The, plat the platform is simple. Freedom! Fight now or lose it. Honor God in what you do and hold your elected officials accountable. As soon as he got to the pearly gates, because there's no doubt a guy went to heaven. He, he served in, uh, in, a, in the capacity that he did. He's like, dude, you should not have mentioned me. Okay. I don't want to be part of your patriotism. And it's not. You're just stupid. Oh. Just two weeks ago, Gerard Sessler, <clears throat> a businessman running for Congress in Washington, 4th, 4th District, announced that LeMay had endorsed him. 
In his endorsement of Sessler, LeMay said Washington has a uh, human trafficking problem. Okay, that's a totally different angle of the story. One of the main tenets of the QAnon movement is a mass delusion that a secret cabal of elites is operating in a global child trafficking network. Sessler said he would appoint LeMay to head an anti-human trafficking task force he would commission if elected. A GoFundMe was set up. Yeah, these QAnon fucks, they don't give a lot of money because this GoFundMe has been active for years or for years, for days, and it's got like $6,000 on it. So you better like uh, uh, steal from your mother or something and support this guy so that his wife can have some money because he no doubt did not have life insurance because he's too stupid to do something like that. If a guy's not willing to get vaccinated, there's no way in hell he's going to be smart enough to get life insurance. Fuck this guy. What an asshole. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Hard to believe we live in a day and an age where this is happening. My God. So stupid. All right. What else do we have here? Oh, the asshole of the day is coming up. I need nominees for the asshole of the day. Uh, we've talked about a lot here. Oh my God. CDL road rage, uh, might be nominees. Neil Young. Let's kill with Kyle. Matthew Stafford's, uh, video for the Lions fan and the LA Rams. A number of other things that I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, all potential candidates. The queen of the forest joined us, joined us. Oh my God. We've uh, kind of fixed that. Thank God. Thank goodness. And on and on and on. Before I get to that, though, tag accounting, Troy Ginzer, uh, online at tagcpa.net. No matter where you are in the U.S., reach out to Troy Ginzer today. And, um, my God, to get your personal taxes done. Uh, you can get all the information you need at tagcpa.net or just reach out 616-301-9516 for tag accounting. Get your taxes done the easy way you know, a way that you don't have really anything to do with it. You just send him your stuff and then he does it. Okay. You don't have to white knuckle it while you're uh white, white knuckle it while you're sitting there using the tax program or uh, a, a pencil and paper, a calculator and a, a desk loaded with papers, confusing as hell. You're going to screw it up. Don't do that. Tag accounting online at tagcpa.net. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Now, um, if you have a great credit score, as I've talked about many times before, this is easy. You just call them up, get going on your mortgage, your refi, or whatever it is. Uh, if the credit score is not so great, and that does happen, uh, this is manageable. Mario can help you with that. Now, the loan that you get in might not be the greatest. It's not going to be the lowest percentage rate possible. Uh, but that's uh, that's how it goes. You can then, though, after you make your on-time payments, do a refi and get a lower rate. It's going to take a little time. Mario can help you every step of the way. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579 if you need any help with your uh, furnace or your air conditioner installing the comfort maker brands 
of furnaces and air conditioners. 616-516-8579. Just remember A&E heating and cooling for scheduled maintenance, or maybe there's a problem you can take care of during business hours, call and make that appointment. Or God forbid you get in the weeds with an after hours service call. You can make that call though. Uh, 616-516-8579. Okay. Let's take a look. Where are we on the asshole of the day? Uh, Nick says, hilarious to see people rooting for the death of others while claiming every life matters. Oh, interesting. Dopey Flea 6103 says, oh, he's free now. Corey writes, I'd like to hear what he said on his deathbed because a lot of these guys are like, I was wrong when they're dying. Yes, that's happened for sure. Mm-hmm. Asshole of the day. Uh, Corey then adds, if someone jumps out of a plane without a parachute, I'm not going to go, oh, no. Yeah, Nick is going down this whole tired road of laughing at death. No, dumb dumb. We're not rooting for death. We're laughing at the idiots who die. This is what we do on this show. Don't act surprised. Like like this is some oh. So it's okay when we make fun of the uh, the the idiots who do something stupid and die, but if it doesn't line up with your dumb thick-skulled knuckle-dragging agenda, we can't laugh at it. Get the fuck out of here. Go home. Go sit a few plays out. My God. Yeah, it's okay, guys, if you laugh at the shit that I approve of. But if there's an idiot that I happen to identify with, you cannot laugh at him. Asshole of the day is Nick for suggesting all the stupid patriot shit that he suggests. There you go. Suck on that, you dumb bastard. There you go. That's your asshole of the day. I love you, though. Okay, till next time. Thank you, folks. Bye-bye.